Hello and welcome to another episode of Quartz Talks where I talk about anything and everything of interest to me, whether that be political, economic, social, cultural, technological, legal, environmental, you name it, I'll speak about it. Today's episode is, um, I guess, an opportunity for me to pick myself up a bit. I've been mildly productive this weekend. Not as productive as I intended to be, but definitely making headway in the whole discipline of um, the discipline of my life, really. Um, that phrase, the pain of discipline is much better than the pain of regret, just keeps ringing in my mind. Like, I just don't want to look back at these times and be like, what was I doing? You know, you want to make sure that everything you're doing is incrementally helping you for the future and show up in some way every single day because otherwise it's just you blaming yourself or blaming the world for your inadequacy you know I think sometimes when I share things about you know statistics people presume on um, being like a Debbie Downer being negative I'm like no these are the odds but doesn't mean you can't beat the odds doesn't mean you can't beat the statistics it's just so that you know that if you are getting failure in the first few instances that's not a reflection of you that's the reflection of society and that things will get better once you equip yourself with um, resilience, which I think is a major feature that a lot of us underestimate. Um, Because you are going to get knocked down more times than you get up. I saw that Beyonce commencement speech and it just hit me. I don't know why, because I'm like not a motivational kind of video fan. I didn't really believe in that kind of stuff, but she was talking to the class of 2020 and, you know, the pandemic had just hit. And so I think the Obamas had asked her to do it. And she made some really good points about, like, just doing the work and not spending so much time on negativity, like deriding other people, cussing, insulting. Like, it was on one of those entrepreneur-type Instagram accounts that always pop up on my Explore feed. And I like them all the time, but I rarely share them. It's more just a personal surveillance but looking at that and hearing it was exactly what I needed to hear I don't know whether it's because it's the third week of January and people start to hit a dip you know blue Monday was a couple of days ago it's like yeah now we're back in the swing of the new year it's no longer the new year feeling it's just another year but it's kind of kick-started me into action I think like a lot of us have feel a lot of us have felt like the lives we live on our own right um or that the lives we live we can't change and and the fact is we can we can we can upheave you can really put your mind to it it's not going to be easy but that's I guess the reward is in the lack of ease like if it was easy it wouldn't be interesting it would be boring you know if everything was came easy to you I feel like I'm getting my old mojo back which is funny because that mojo was literally work hard don't fail get the best you can being as competitive with yourself as possible is the only way to feel good right funnily enough I lost that when I got to uni for the first time and now it's coming back to me but the problem with this kind of mindset is that when you apply it to a work scenario right it just becomes a never-ending people-pleasing venture because you're constantly, it's not a case of getting full marks, which you can do if you put enough hours in. You're constantly trying to please your superior, your manager. And that arguably isn't 
unachievable tasks to some, you know, because there's always going to be more work and the only reward of work is more work. But just that sense of achievement, I haven't had it in a long time. So I'm striving for it again. And um, I'm happy that it's come to me now because on Monday, um, Monday or Friday, I went to get my hair done and um, hairdresser was saying so many nice things to me. I haven't seen her in weeks, ages. And um, it just, something on Friday, uh, maybe because it's the third week, I think, of the year, just hit me. And it was like, pattern up. It just, like, the voice in my head just said, pattern up. Like, pattern up. Like, the world is getting harder. You can't afford to be coasting. You can't afford to be average. You can't afford to be mediocre. You definitely can't afford to be making excuses for anything or anyone. Mortality is real. Like, I just heard the unfortunate news of Regina King, the actress, her son dying by suicide. And it was like, wow, that is horrific. I think he's like 26. But the sad part is that she was his only, um, he was her only child, by the way. And um, it's something that she professed as a fear of hers years ago. It's quite scary, like how power of the tongue works because she was playing a role apparently a couple of years ago. I haven't watched the Netflix show about a mother who lost her son. And even when she was talking about that role, she was almost in tears, like this concept of losing her son and her son was right there next to her. And she's sharing that very palpable fear with him, not knowing that in a couple of years or months, that would become a reality is a very, very, very terrifying foreshadow of what can happen in life. You know, you don't want the time and energy to you spend to be unreciprocated. You don't want it to be unmutual. You want it to be rich. You want it to be um, rightful and righteous, like glorifying God, letting God's love reflect off of you, doing what God said, right? Whether that's reading your Bible or just knowing that the spirit of kindness and creativity and clarity will get you much further than any other kind of um feeling you know creative forces within us exist for a reason and i just saw on instagram uh, little sims who i love and i love dearly like just a very beautiful human being and seems very charismatic as well post this um screenshot post this uh, like screenshot of these quotes and i'm gonna read them out it's from a i think it's from a book um called The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. This is what she shared, so I don't know if it's actually from the book because the screenshots don't look like they came from an audio, not an audio book, um, an e-book, but I could be wrong, you know, sometimes people edit things and it, whatever, but it said some good points about resistance, which I think are really key. It said, resistance is insidious. Resistance will tell you anything to keep you from doing your work. It will purge out, fabricate, falsify, seduce, bully, cajole. Resistance is protean. It will assume any form. If that's what it takes to deceive you, it will reason with you like a lawyer or jam a nine millimeter in your face like a stick-up man. Resistance has no conscience. It will pledge anything to get a deal, then double-cross you as soon as your back is turned. If you take resistance at its word, you deserve everything you get. Resistance is always lying and always full of shit. That just sounds like, wow. You know that that push that you get to stop you from doing what you know you should be doing, whether that's working, reading, working out, exercising, eating, drinking, waking up, whatever the word is, right? And that feeling of resistance that tells you to 
stop doing that, relax in bed for a little longer, neglect your work. What that resistance is, is that it's a deceitful liar. It's full of shit. It purges, it fabricates, it falsifies. You know them, I've had that, I feel like I've had that issue of like not believing any nice thing that people say to me, not believing any clout around me, like still not, and probably never will. But just knowing that, that feeling that's telling me like that is wrong is important. Because even if I don't believe I'm great, at least let me not believe I'm terrible. Do you know what I mean? Like, because I just still have this concept of, like, yeah, everything I write is terrible, everything I do is terrible. It's just above average, it's subpar type thing. Reality, it's, it's, it's incredible. That's what people have told me. I don't see it. Because resistance, I think, is a better word than the whole imposter syndrome, which I know is a very clever term but the fact is is that I don't feel like I have imposter syndrome because I am an imposter I don't belong like I the spaces I'm in are not welcoming to me so I'm and I'm pretending to be someone else here so those are all true themes this is not like a syndrome this is a fact or reality but resistance is a very clever word because it's saying like it's an energy it's like and and the quotes that Little Sims continues to post reflect this metaphor I'm about to share, but it's like this natural feedback from the earth. I remember learning physics and we were talking about like air resistance, right? How when you push, there's always something that pull, um, pulls back. That's just the nature of even gravity. Like that's just the nature of physics, right? So let me continue with the next quote. It said, resistance is invisible. Resistance cannot be seen, touched, heard, or smelled, but it can be felt. We experience it as an energy field radiating from a work in potential. It's a repelling force. It's negative. Its aim is to shove us away, distract us, prevent us from doing our work. Now, Beyonce was talking about the work. And Octavia Butler was talking about the work. And Audrey Lord was... T- Everyone is talking about the work, right? Like, when you sit in it, in the thick of it, whatever the work is, when you do it, right... The reward, I used to do the work mindlessly. It wasn't even a thought, right? I'm trying to get back into that trend. But the work evaded me for years. I was like, don't want to do it. But it's not about want, right? The work has to get done. And I've, sometimes I do feel it coming and it spills and it dries up, but it has to be a momentum. It has to be not because of motivation, but because of discipline, but because of duty, obligation, waking up at this time, doing this um, activity routine, making it such a structure that by the end of the year, you're like, wow, the progress is insane. The discipline is insane. The accountability to oneself is insane. Doing all the things I said I would do, regardless of whether the deadlines get pushed, I'm still going to go out and have fun, go see a mate, go to library, go to this event, speaking of events, in next week so I know it's Sunday but like yeah so for this following week I am going to see Lubaina Hamid at um her exhibition at Tate Modern and I'm going to see um that new show my friend just messaged me um sorry um that new theatre show at Old Vic right um I got a ticket at the PwC lot who give you discounts going to see Papa Essiedu and I think Lenny James and I think I think Lenny James was in line of duty, and I'm I'm really excited. Like I didn't decide, you know, oh, I'm gonna skip it. Like I could have, but I'm not doing that anymore. Like 
everything I put in this, I thank God for this diary. My dad got it for me because um, I needed it. Like, it forces me. I look at it and I'm like, hey, get it done. Like, get it done. Because, yeah, get it done, right? And you promised yourself this. If you can't spare three hours, then your time management is, is very poor. Do you know what I mean? Because you got these tickets weeks ago, anticipating that you would have had this work done. You ain't had that work done. Don't skip it. You have to you have to work on time management. And um yeah, so this old Vic show is called Um A Number. And um I don't even know what it's about. Well I just saw two black men who I've seen act in incredible shows coming on stage and saying to myself, by force by fire, I have to go watch this, like whatever it takes, because the creativity is even what fuels my ability to do work, it keeps me alive, right? Think of all the events I've done to in, in my early years, and I don't necessarily have, like, accounts for them, like, because at the time I wasn't really actively using a phone, but I'm sure there are some people who can testify that, oh, I met her here, I met her here, I met her here, like, I'm always out making sure I go to these events alone, I don't care as long as I'm there, right? So making promises to yourself and holding yourself accountable and treating yourself, it's all part of the ethic of being oneself, right? And um, just to follow on from what that previous quote said, resistance is impersonal. Resistance is not out to get you personally. It doesn't know who you are and it doesn't care. Resistance is a force of nature. It acts objectively. Though it feels malevolent, resistance, in fact, operates with the indifference of rain and transits the heavens by the same laws as the stars. When we marshal our forces to combat resistance we must remember this now that tells you a lot right sometimes people think things are personal oh why has this happened to me god is out to get me i feel cursed all these kind of things someone's put a hex on me when it's the forces of life and nature right and you have to make sure that you don't fall into that trap of saying to yourself this is personal this is happening to just me. Firstly, you're never the only one. But even if you are the only one, know that you won't be the you won't be the last. And that's not something to make you feel comfortable. It's not the whole others are worse off. No, it's just more to do with the fact that this is happening. And it's not because it's happening that you should be defeated. Right? You should continue to do all the things you intend to do with your life. Regardless, regardless of how you feel about it. It's imperative, right? As I go on with my life, right, recording the things I want to do, getting on with with what I said I would, I thought to myself, I can't lack. I can't lack, how can I? Like too much has happened, too much history, too much genealogy for me to just be like, oh yeah, let me just chill. Chill for what? Chill for what? There's too much to do. There's too much to do. There's not even enough days, hours, all the time I've wasted. I would do anything to get it back, but I can't. So every day from fourth, I have to act like, I have to, I have to make these days count, right? I have to make every day count, right? Because Corona gave me, I don't want to say a lapse, but some space when everyone else was kind of being static too. I could become static. 
But now, things have quickened up again. Things are going back to normal. The pace is returning. Things are face-to-face. Work, workplaces are saying, come back to the office. I ain't got an excuse, right? People have been doing this for years and years and years, 40 years going back to the office every day, right? There are some people who don't even have office jobs, who had to be seen every single day by a manager, right? Never had the, never had the luxury of working from home. And they're, they're alive. They're still working. So what's my excuse? What's my excuse? It's laziness. Laziness. When you really think about it, it is laziness. And that's not a word I ever want to hear about myself ever again. In reference to me, I want to hear, you know, this is a hard worker. This is an able person. This is someone who seeks to do well. Even when I'm tired, I have to keep going. Because I ain't dead. As, 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 as oblique as that sounds, I ain't dead. So much more to do. I keep telling myself every day. There's so much more to do. And I just add more stuff to my to-do list every day. It's just more and more. It never ends. Once you've done the little things, you can get on with the big things. Trust me. And it becomes easier, it becomes second nature. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a scientific thing, right? Um, that tradition of the more you do, the easier it becomes. You just become more resilient. Things come to you naturally. And people are like, how do you know this? But where did that come from? It's like, I read it somewhere, some someplace, you know, because I've ingested so much. I always have a reference point for things. I lost that for a long time. But now it's coming back. It's coming back. Like the clarity is returning, right? I'm not lacking anymore. And I'm not letting anyone else let me think that lacking is okay. Because for a long time, I was going to be, you know, happily mediocre. Now I'm just like, nah. Never again. Never again. I was born to do goodness as a reflection of God's and, and, and manifestation of God's greatness. Right? So I'm not going to lack not when there's only one life on earth, right? World's falling apart, might as well do what I can. Might as well do what I can. Because if the world really does heat up and everything burns up, at least I've got some art out there. <laughs> at least I've got some blood clot art out there. Um, I am excited to review a number. I am excited to review Labena Hamid's um, Tate Modern Exhibition and the other events that I have for the future. Plan to go to see Van Gogh. Um, so much more. Um, I'm gonna do it all. I'm gonna do it all. Watch me. I'm gonna do it all. Right? I am not lacking. I'm going to do it all because this life is far too much. Like far too much to bear alone. Far too much anxiety. Too far too much space. Right? Um. The type in. I'm just um, goals for my house. Um, re re renovation. What else are we doing? There's other stuff, but we will get there. We're revamping, baby, because there's nothing but time. It's the greatest currency. If you don't have money, you have time. If you don't have time, you have money. Right. Um. 
lovely, lovely jubbly. What else am I to do? Okay. Well, I'm just looking at old pictures of myself. Uh, speaking of pictures of myself, I got my campus done, so I'm looking flat. So I'm gonna take a video after this, as I I should probably start um, writing the stuff that is on my screenshots because I sometimes get so tired I'll just be screenshotting things on my phone for stuff I want to write later, and um, I should probably take the time to um. Make those screenshots a reality now. Okay. So, yeah, mortality is real. So, every day I'm giving myself stuff to do. Because, what else am I going to do? And one thing I need to remember realize like the FOMO thing, you ain't missing nothing. You ain't missing nothing. People need to understand that. You ain't missing anything. Red eye, evil eye, whatever the colours are, you ain't missing nothing. Like, you go online and it's the same old shit, right? There's not much innovation there. You think you're missing out on everything. You ain't missing nothing. Like, I'm writing goals down that are looking so unachievable right now, but in due time, as one thing racks up, another gets up. Like, we are levelling up. We are leveling up in every element of life. Like, and we're not we're not letting fear seize us. We're not letting resistance seize us. We're just not. Right? So we're getting with a fucking winning team. I'm like looking at all of my goals and I'm like putting them in order of how and when I'm gonna do this. Right? I don't know how, but we're taking everything off this list. I've lost too many years. And I have to keep reminding myself to do it for self. Like, every day I get that itch, that urge to be like, oh, say it. Say it out loud. I'm just like, no. Don't say it. Let it be your win. Let the world say it for you, right? When you're producing the work and people are just commenting, saying, you know, she did this, she did that. So like, yeah, I did that. Because I'm, I'm, I'm a bloody badly, right? And it's going to happen. I just need to be softer again. Be kinder. Be creative. Be clever. Be smart with my money and time and energy. And, and never forget where I'm going. Enforce all the right things. Right? Let go of the past. My God, that past. And focus on the present. Glorify God's name in everything you do. Never let anyone or anything make you feel lower than what you are. You know? It's too... There's too much... Everyone's freestyling. There's too much life for us to still be letting ourselves down. Because we're we're afraid or we're fearful. Or we think there's not enough time or energy. There's always enough time and energy. All right? God has given me so much, so much grace and love and forgiveness. And I, I don't have an option but to achieve what he's ordained me with. It's just, it's just not an option anymore. I'm not going to consider these things. These things are going to happen regardless of anything. 
you know? There's other different things now. We're, cha- we're changing the narrative for ourselves, right? You're not lacking, right? We're winning prizes. We're, we're getting um, awards for our academic ability and our creative ability. We're looking the best that we can look because even Andre Leon Talley, right? He made some statements. He passed away a couple of days ago and he was a huge, I guess, um, representative of what people consider luxury to be. And I'm not sure, I might have even said this in a previous episode already, but in the many of his interviews, he redefined what luxury was beyond the materialism to just a way of life. You know, being able to talk to your best friend, you know, um, love, community, things that were attainable for the average person, which I know is not the true definition, but is such a lovely way of seeing things. Because I think we focus so much on you know what we own and what we possess rather than what we experience and what we can share, right? And that, to me, is literally the lesson that I'm taking away from all of these life, life trials and tribulations, right? It's every day is a new opportunity to be better than who you were before and yes you give rest yes you give time but you got you've got to know that there's more to give like take yourself to the limit and also break down to the point you're dying but maybe if you know where your breaking point is at least you knew you you you, you've put your all into it as opposed to the regret of you know what if i'd worked harder what if i'd done more what if what if what if like no more we don't do them things we don't do the things. We don't envy and we don't watch face and we don't wonder what others are doing. We do what we're ordained to do and then we move forward and we keep doing it because that's our lives and we're creative in our own stories, right? I'm thinking I have to be audacious, audacious to want to write an article or book or, or a poetry collection because who the hell's going to read it? But just to be able to say, you know, my voice matters, why I say matters and I'm going to find the correct formats to do that, then we're, we're going to... We're gonna defeat all of the things that um, were, were were propped up against us. I'm gonna say we. I mean, me, my family, my friends, my community. We're gonna beat these odds, and we're gonna survive and surprise ourselves. We're gonna supersede every expectation, and we're gonna do it for ourselves. The love of what we do, and if we go on to have kids, we're gonna do it for them too, right? Because we do it for the ki- we do it for the children, we do it for the youngers, we do it for the people we do this okay so yeah Oof, that was a testimonial it's given church we're letting go we're letting go and letting god letting go and letting god and um and we're looking good as we're doing it right so yeah it's a strange episode and i'm gonna call it definitely mortality i feel like i have an episode of mortality already right i'm always 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 talking about mortality always thinking about mortality because it's the only thing that makes me realize that wow we don't even have all the time that we think we have we don't even have all the um currency that we think we have because if we're gone what lives you know and i've decided i want my voice to keep going i want to i want to be heard i want to be in the palms of people's hands right like not literally but you know so this is an episode about mortality and um and breaking boundaries and defying odds and being all that you can be in the spirit of who God designed you to be. So, um, yeah, thank you for this episode. Thank you for listening to this episode. And I look forward to um, 
speaking to you soon. I'll put links into all the things that I was watching that inspired me just so that I can get on with my evening, night, and um, hopefully I'll have some good news to share in a couple of days. And um, yeah, I want to take care and and roll safe. As I haven't forgotten what his name is. Roll safe. All right, bye.